East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome to East and West with Mario and Les. I am Leslie Russo and here's my co-host. At Mario Kiki. And I'm at Mommy Roo. Hey, how are you Leslie? Hey, good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. What a great week for Housewives. These episodes, well, two out of three is not bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been an interesting week. Not a lot of headline heavy this time around, but we are um, ending. We're getting near the end of Potomac. I know the reunion just filmed. Yes. Um, and Salt Lake City's reunion aired yesterday. Miami's reunion is filming today. They're today's filming January. today. Yeah. Today's January 26th for the archives. But um, yeah, so they're filming today. I'm interested to see how that's going to turn out, to see what's going to leak. Um, but yeah, let's get Same. into how did you, how have you been enjoying your first month here in January anyway? <laughs> oh, it's been fine. It's been uneventful. I tried to do dry January that lasted a week. Dry pretty much all year. So I don't want to uh, omit any libation. So uh, my body remains dry. My liver is nice and heavy. So let's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I don't know. I just figure if I drink only on the weekends, then that's fine. Not drinking during the week. Listen. Cheers. We're like Marisol. We're not drinking. <laughs> no, I have hugging. my coffee here. I've got my coffee too. Oh, me too. Well, this week uh, we are going to start off with Potomac. Potomac, they're still in Mexico. Uh, season 7, episode 14. Uh, they are not not drinking. No dry for them because they are just at the bar. Mia and Giselle are meeting. Giselle tells us about her stomach issues. That's gross. Um I don't like to humanize these women often, you know, because I forget that they take shits and pee and stuff. Right. Um, but you I don't, don't like to, to sexualize them or humanize or them. Or humanize them. To me, they're all characters on a show. <laughs> so when I have to remember, like when Ramona shit on the floor mm -hmm. in New York, I was like, oh, my God, these people are human. And I forget. But yeah. Giselle, you know, Giselle's going to overshare as she does sometimes. Not really, but. Yes, very she, true. Maybe she has stomach issues because she's full of shit. Because she thinks that Karen is jealous of Sharice mm -hmm. and that Karen is jealous or that Wendy is jealous of me. What is all this jealousy talk? I don't understand this whole... I don't even think Wendy cares. Like, Wendy's very in her own world. So, the yeah, idea I agree. that... What does she have to be jealous of Mia of? I know. And they both have fake butts, which the, they bonded this episode over. I don't understand the logic, but that's Giselle's going to Giselle. And so Mia then this is talks. True. You know, Giselle will focus on everybody except herself. And that's yeah. how she that's how she's been for seven seasons. Always. So then Mia talks about how she doesn't feel her and Jacqueline are going to make up. I'm starting to not care about them. It's just At endless. All. Yeah. Uh, what else happened this week? Oh, Robin is calling her friend to see if there's any wedding information. Because um, she, yep. now she doesn't want a formal wedding. And she thinks an intimate one would work better for her. That's awfully convenient. You know, let's wait for the end of filming. Right, exactly. For me to change my mind. I don't understand why Robin is trying to use someone else's wedding to freeload off of. That is so rude, first of all. 
It's very I mean, awkward. It's very awkward. It's very rude. And I did, of course, go straight to the Montgomery County, Maryland clerk of courts. Ah! I could find a marriage license. And sadly, I did not. Although I did get deep in the rabbit hole looking up their names, all of the housewives' names in um, in the clerk of court for like civil lawsuits. And there's many. Oh many. my! Many have been God. closed already. There's a couple that are still open, but I'm you know what? You know that that is some good reading information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then we move on to Karen and Ashley. Now this scene was where the juice is starting to get poured because Karen says that she alleges that mm-hmm. Juan Robin's man has a blonde woman on the side who looks just like Karen. Uh-huh. And production gives us a visual of this night demon looking animated that drawing. It that drawing Dead. is all over the Twitters. It is just yeah. it was hilarious and scary. Um Ashley then deduces that Sharice provided support to Robin when Robin needed her. So that's why Robin's just so loyal to Sharice. Mm-hmm. But when when Karen told Ashley about this gossip. She told her, don't tell Robin anything. I mean, listen, has she met Ashley Darby at this point? Like, I mean, and hello, you're on a reality show. They're going to mm-hmm. tell everybody everything. Ashley ran, Ashley ran to tell Robin like she was the one with diarrhea and Robin was a toilet because she was like, <laughs> I got to get this out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She, tells, she tells her what Karen said. Mm-hmm. Robin initially laughs. Um, she calls Juan and Juan starts like, cussing out cussing the women out it Juan's reaction was very intense it was very angry he was very not defensive which very is suspicious. defensive which is you know Juan's a cheater always oh, a cheater <laughs> that's so stupid Juan <laughs> Juan's a cheater always oh, a cheater <laughs> Um, but anyway, you know, they go to lunch. Uh, mm-hmm. Robin is letting the other ladies know that she thinks Karen is guilty of, quote, mean girl behavior, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is rich coming from Robin. And I mean, yeah, but, you know, whatever. Karen hears her says that. And that's what she tells Karen or she tells Robin. Or let me start over. Robin <laughs> is talking shit about Karen. Karen hears Robin. And since Karen already heard her. Robin says, I have always felt that you are a mean girl since I met you, mm-hmm. um, which is news to me because they seem to be on and off all seasons. I know. I thought so, too. Yeah. Karen just reminds Robin that she has always stood up for Robin, but she does resent how Robin is constantly digging at her. Mm-hmm. Now, Karen's the one that's been digging at Robin this season, so maybe they're just bringing a bullshit because Karen's the one that's been asking her about the wedding. And so. Yeah. They've so both a, been giving, so I feel it, like... It's been very tit-for-tat, which is mm-hmm. the nature of this show, but... Of course. During this argument, Karen lets Robin know that this is the last straw, and she lets her know that the only thing fake about... <laughs> there's nothing faker than this wedding. <laughs> um, which... <laughs> which we all know to be true. Now, Robin pulls out her receipts, and that she's been saving for whenever she needed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently Giselle provided pictures to Robin that of uh, pictures of Karen with this somebody named Blue Eyes and she has pictures. Who we heard about many seasons ago. Many seasons ago. Uh, Robin refuses to show the picture to Karen. Uh, she identifies Karen by her back fat. <laughs> oh my god. 
like body shaming. And sometimes, you know, it's a shame. Some bodies are ashamed. But back mm-hmm. then, I have not heard that in so long. So that made me laugh. Yeah, that's funny. Um, and also her bad wig. Yeah, her bad wig, her butt, her back fat, her crusty feet. I mean, it was just endless descriptors. I, nobody better ever describe me like that. That's how you know. If somebody oh ever said, listen, my grandma used to tell me, because, you know, for context, I used, I've lost 165 pounds and I used to have, thank you. And I used to have what my grandma would call upper ass cheeks. And so she would be, she would grab them and say, Mario, just give me these two up here. You don't need them. If somebody still describes my back fat, it is a trigger. And so I'm just like, oh my God. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So I started playing with my, with my old back fat and I was just like, oh my God, back fat was my, my name back in the day. But then Karen is very delusional and says that um, she was hugged rather inappropriately, uh, that she hugged her so tight that her boobs went to her backbone. And I, apparently that's who Karen was referring to uh, seven episodes ago when she said that somebody in this group was inappropriate with her. Right. Another husband, right? Yeah. I assumed it was Gordon, but apparently it was Juan. I mean... Mm-hmm. Does everybody want Juan in this group? Because first it's Michael Darby and then Ashley Sesame Street. Or no, wait, she wanted uh, the other one. She wanted Chris, yes. There is a lot of incestual relationships going on in this group, according to these women, (laughs) because it is just all over the place. Like they just pass each other around according to each other, you know, so. I just, I'm not buying that anybody really wants anybody. I don't know. Exactly. And they're just tossing these allegations to each other like oh your husband wants me well she wants her and it's like listen nobody nobody wants you I just want to yell nobody nobody cares nobody wants to fuck you like sorry like that that's Mm. just a blanket statement to everybody yes exactly because I think at this point they all know if they really wanted each other they wouldn't do it on camera like they're all on camera like you think they're going to air their own dirty laundry I know I know and sometimes you have to ask yourself like when they're making these accusations and saying things like do you guys remember that you have a camera crew there filming you I know they're always like oh you forget the crew is there you get so used to it okay really come on now yeah um then we get to Jacqueline who looks defeated Jacqueline is Mia's bestie and she wants to avoid having any conversation with Mia at the table um which I can respect on some level because she knows that these women don't care about her but um, I, when she kept saying that, I kept thinking that they weren't going to talk about it at all. Yeah. So I'm glad that they do. But Mia is just, she brushes Jacqueline off and she tells the other ladies that she's exhausting and attention starved. She's and that's mean. when, that's when Jacqueline gets up and leave. Like Mia at that point just wants to hurt her best friend of 20 years. Like, I and know. you can, tell, you can just know. tell that she's just mean. She's you mean. can just tell that she just wants to hurt her feelings. And then out of nowhere, Mia tells Wendy that she likes her. She's beautiful and she's gorgeous. Uh-huh. Um, she just thinks Wendy's insecure. <laughs> like Mia had me going, and then she just mm-hmm. and then she just made a U-turn. Like never mind. Uh, but they both go to the room. They're really chummy in the room alone. That kind of creeped me out because it just felt very one eighty. Yeah, a little bit. And especially after like Wendy asks her, if you like me and you think I'm so amazing, why did you throw a drink on me? Like she said, that's as bad as somebody spitting on me. Exactly. Like, it's, it's true. It's, it's like you don't put your hands on somebody. You don't throw something at somebody. I can't say that I've ever thrown a drink at any of my friends. I've never, I don't think I've ever thrown anything. I have had a water bottle thrown at me once. Oh, I've um, thrown like at my husband, but not a drink, maybe like a 
a shoe. Some I had a I don't know. Somebody somebody threw a water bottle at me once and then a guy once uh listen, I'm a shady ass quick bitch and I will make you feel crunchier than a bag of chips if I really wanted to. Oh me too. And and me know. and this exactly don't come for us. And then I was arguing with this guy at the bar and I was putting him in his place as I do, but my space was violated. He grabbed lemon from his drink and he squirted the lemon on my face. And at Ew. that moment, exactly. I don't like squirts on my face without consent. So anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember just thinking, cause my initial reaction was to throw my drink at his face. Right. But I'm just like, don't do it. You're in public. And that's when I realized I am not real housewife worthy because I react completely different than when I watch these women and you watch these shows and you think I would have done this. I would have done that. Mm-hmm. No, like when I got the lemon squeezed in my face, I just remember walking away and I go to the bathroom and wash my face and the guy walks in trying to apologize. I start, that's when I lost my shit in the bathroom, but right. I was just like, get away from me. And I've never spoken to him since then, but other than a water oh, bottle good lemon, exactly and and then when and then when we talk about him in the group I say lemon squeezer like that's his new name that's been his new name for 10 years now but you never know how you're going to react until it happens to you so I mean you Wendy don't. really Wendy did really keep her composure when she um got a drink thrown at her but according to her but they're apologizing to each other Wendy had me going because she says that Mia is beautiful but she is gorgeous. I'm just like, oh my God, can't y'all just throw a compliment without circling it back to how amazing you are too? Like these women mm-hmm. definitely deserve each other friendship wise. I know that I was like, seriously. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you almost Why? had it there. Then we get a two hours later sign. Um, Ash- Ashley being Ashley lets us know that the party continued with more mm-hmm. shots. Mia delivers this big old grunt and she's like, ah! Um, and this is where I gasp because she apparently slithered up to Wendy and told her that she wants to eat her box. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> like that is um, way too much information for me. I do not need to know that. I do not w- care. <laughs> Wendy's gasp and reaction on her confessional to me, I, not only do I believe it, I think Wendy was flattered because she reacted like somebody came on to her and maybe somebody else. May, listen, maybe it's been so long that somebody's flirted with her or offered to eat her box. Maybe. That, and she was just like, oh, my God, I still got it. Fake booty and all. Oh, but my God. It's just that was funny. I didn't need that, to hear it, but it was it was a good moment. That's how the episode ended with the preview of them next week alleging that. Wendy wanted her box eaten. Overall, it was a funny episode. It was very quick. It didn't feel um, so congested like the last week. Um, Next week, Robin gets her, quote, bachelorette party. And Karen and Wendy are not invited. I I don't like when these women exclude each other. But there are. No, we talked about this before just because it's, it's silly because they're on a show together. I know, but I also I'm conflicted because Miami Nicole uninvited someone very iconically. So when it comes to real life moments, oh, that was the best. When it comes to real life moments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I'm going to jump tonight, uh, Miami, real quick. When it comes to real life moments, like life changing moments, like Nicole uninviting Larsa felt 
justified because Nicole was probably the one that paid for that party. So it felt very... That was her engagement party. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, just and for housewives. Exactly. It felt very real. Now, Robin's fake bachelorette party and them not inviting Karen and Wendy, that's when you have to readjust the expectation of reality because I'm like, listen, we all know Robin's wedding is not going to happen on camera at this point. So over here pretending that this is my bachelorette party. I don't want Karen. Like, listen, this is all for the show at this point. That's why I'm I'm giving Nicole a pass on on uninviting Larsa. Mm Mm-hmm. But Robin should have kept Karen and Wendy on the guest list so we can get some drama out of it. (laughs) Agreed. No, agreed. I mean, and I'm surprised production allows them to do that. But I guess, I guess that like, I guess they can't really say anything if it's their part. Like, I don't know. I just, you'd think they're a cast and they're an ensemble and they should be at everything. Although, like you said about Nicole, I do respect that decision. Nicole's decision was justified because, again, looking at that party, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just been insane. So, uh, you know, we're getting close to the end of Potomac. Um, this season has been funny. Not a lot has gone on in terms of individual storylines, but this group always makes me laugh. So I was no, me too. They're definitely very much entertaining. Was very much cackling as I watched. Yeah, me too. It was a good season. Um, how many episodes do we have left? I wonder. They just filmed the reunion, so I'm thinking maybe three to four yeah. more, and then right. Jersey is coming back next week, so or in a couple weeks. So, so excited! I'm excited for Jersey. I'm mm-hmm. excited that we have a new cast to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, y'all. Yeah, and like speaking of Jersey, before we get to Salt Lake, let's discuss. Um, there was a little Jersey news in a post that Teresa made. Yesterday on Instagram with her new sister-in-law calling her the sister she always wanted. (laughs) I mean, the shade there. I mean, we all know at this point. I never believed, I never believed that Melissa and Teresa ever, like, liked each other. Like, especially after Melissa or after Teresa got out of prison in season seven and they made a truce on camera to not come for each other. I honestly believe that they just agreed to make a pact to not fight because the fans were so exhausted after seasons three, four, and five of them right. just going back and forth. Back right. and forth. I agree. And Jacqueline Larita actually made headlines of her own because she said that essentially that's what she told Melissa and Teresa off camera. Like y'all need to fake it for the show. If you want to stay on this show because it's exhausting. And so do you think she told them that? Or do you think she's just saying that? I I don't know if Jacqueline said that. I mean, she, she was pretty smart and she knew how to play the game back in the day, but that's true. But I don't know if she, if they'll, if they'll agree with her because I, I believe it because I was exhausted of seeing them. We all were, it was enough already. I honestly hope that this season is setting up for, I don't care which one of them leaves at this point, but I think one of them has to just make their exit because they are just, anyway, sorry, back to your Joe Judice uh, headline. He left a comment on Teresa's, (sighs) Joe Judice, so Teresa (laughs) posted a picture. After she posted this picture of her and her sister-in-law. Teresa posted a picture of her sister, the sister Mm -hmm. she never wanted, and Joe Judice commented, sarcastically wrote, I thought you loved Melissa. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, 
you know, there's British humor in Beverly Hills. Italians in Jersey have Italian humor, apparently, because that was, I mean, to me, it's awkward. And, funny. It, and it's true. <laughs> to me, it's true. I was like, oh, okay, well. I know. I don't know. I, I thought it was hilarious. I looked to see it. And then he said something about how they looked beautiful. But I, I just, I thought it was so funny. It is. I think it's funny. And um, it's true because he's going to call her out. And I think he has that type of rapport with his ex-wife anyway. So we can just say stupid shit like that. And Yeah, I think so too. I you know, he doesn't so talk too. to, he doesn't talk to the Gorgas anyway. But um, leave it to Joe, Ju- Juicy Joe. Convicted felon to make us laugh. Joe, convicted felon who I saw on my 50th birthday in the casino at Bahamar. And I called it. I was like, you guys, we're here in the Bahamas. We're definitely going to see him because I always see him posting here. And what do you know? I come out of the bathroom and I hear somebody screaming at somebody on the phone. And I'm like, oh. I recognize that voice. And there he was. He was, scream- he was screaming at Teresa. Just oh, I like led him over to my group. I'm like, you have to come over. Come on, Joe come on, Joe, come on. And he, he was like on the phone screaming, walking as I'm like, come on, come on. He took You pictures. lured him over. You're like a, I lured him over. like and a little we, puppy. We kept seeing him and I'd be like, Hey Joe, like the whole weekend, what's uh, going on? Like we were friends by the end of the weekend. Ridiculous. I love that. Oh my God. Well, let's take a little break and then we can come back and do Salt Lake City really quickly and miss Miami. Sounds good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to East and West. Uh, We just finished up discussing Real Housewives of Potomac from this week. And now I guess we will touch on Salt Lake City reunion part one. What did you think of it? Uh, much like Andy Cohen's energy, I was very low. I... That's one of my notes that I made. That's funny. Oh, how you funny. Say that. You can always tell when Andy's bored because he's been or doing annoyed. this for, yeah, he's been doing this for almost 20 years, just uh-huh. like us. And his energy was just kind of like, meh. I did like the opening scene that they brought them in in a sprinter van because mm-hmm. Salt Lake City is aligned with sprinter vans. Most of their chaotic moments take place in a sprinter van, but um we only had four housewives there Mm -hmm. yep Um, which is weird that's i mean the other two friends of ended up coming in but it it, it's weird seeing only four of them sit there it was giving me jersey vibes of that one reunion where i think jackie didn't show up well there's been a couple times in jersey where they had four season two jersey when Teresa pushed andy because Dina didn't go and then season three Jersey because Jacqueline had just uh, the night before remember they were filming that that was so weird they were filming the next season but they were still airing Airing season three doing the reunion it was nuts I think they never did that again because they were filming the next season while the current season aired and the show impacted anyway um what did you think overall of Salt Lake City so I thought it was just okay. I was kind of like half watching. I hate to say because I like to like focus, but sometimes it's hard when it's like there wasn't really a lot going on. I mean, they have like Lisa and Meredith were unsure of where they can go with their friendship. And at this point, Meredith says they should just treat each other with respect and kindness and be cordial and see where it goes, blah, blah. Lisa cries and says that she was Meredith's friends for year, or her friend for years and she feels devastated now. And even before the hot mic scene, she was devastated at where their friendship was going. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I don't even care if these two become friends again. I, I, that's the thing. I don't care. 
You know, at this point, they Meredith saying that was very strategic. Mm-hmm. I feel because she said, "Let's be cordial because we ain't trying to get fired." Because you right. know, if they, they if they can't to film together, exactly. If they can't be around each other, then that's the end of the rope. Because I have, I got flashbacks to Brandy Glanville season five, Beverly Hills, when mm-hmm. Andy asked her, "Where do you and Lisa Vanderpump go from here?" And mm-hmm. Brandy Glanville said, "Separate lives," and I'm just like, "Girl, you have to film so with this stupid. bitch." Like, hello, <laughs> like. <laughs> Pretends, and that was Brandy's last season as a diamond holder. So just fake it. And so I'm glad Meredith knew enough to be like, let's just see what happens, bitch. Mm-hmm. I try to lose my snowflake. Like you better keep that snowflake. Um, totally. I do. I honestly do find Lisa Barlow more likable than Meredith. Just her personality, Me her energy, how she's willing to talk. Meredith goes very attorney, and Meredith doesn't engage. I'm just saying that we should, whatever, she, uh, but I think we should just be cordial. Like, you know, girl, like at this point, she I, says that, but then she'll go and be like, well, I can't be your friend because like, it just makes oh, me insane. Oh, exactly. Ruby. Ruby agrees. Thank barking because there's thank, somebody at the front door oh, whatever. Thank you, Ruby, for the other people downstairs us. that can answer the door for me. Speaking of barks. Speaking of barking, we got a cameo from Jen Shaw during the reunion, which I did not expect. Um, during the pill popping allegations, I know that Meredith said that it was Lisa or Jen that said it, or I don't even know mm-hmm. who, how the fuck. But they called Jen Shaw and she casually is lying again on the phone. That's when Lisa Barlow throws her zinger and says, Oh, you're going to believe someone that's going to prison for lying over me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what bothered me in that point was Andy was like, oh, he made like a face, like a come on. She's going to jail, Andy. I mean, she's guilty. And we all know I love Andy, okay, like more than anything. But come but, on. But that's what I agreed with Barlow when she was like, why Me are we too. acting like that's not the truth? But I don't think, I think Andy just likes to protect the brand of the show. And he knows he that yes, if we talk does. about it. And I get it. Like, I agree with Lisa Barlow, but Andy mm-hmm. was probably like, Andy knew that that was going to be shown because that was a good zinger, but um, it it did annoy him. And then after, then they bring the friends Then he's going to get shit for it on Twitter. That's the thing. Then people are going to be like, no. And have the same opinion I did. I'm just not going to tell him that because I don't want to be persona non grata. Exactly. We have to stay on the good side. Yes. Oh, I do have to say that Dana was giving me full on housewives vibes. Like, I think she needs a snowflake. I am interested to see if any of the friends are going to come back next season, just Mm -hmm. because at this point, just because anybody that's really associated with what I call the gen era, Mm -hmm. I don't know if we want them back because if they're, if they were brought in and they talk about gen, like, I think that we, I'm acting like I'm a producer now, but if Mm -hmm. we want to reboot the show or if we want to steer away from the Jennifer Shaw era, Mm-hmm. And just bring in completely new women that have nothing to do with Jennifer Shaw. Bring friends of Meredith. Bring friends of Barlow. Bring right. friends of Heather. Don't have anybody on that's going to rehash anything Jen Shaw did. And so that way, season four can be like a reboot without calling it a reboot. You know, right? I agree. Um, I do. I did like Dana. Like they showed her flashback scene that they didn't show during the finale where she where she tells Jen I don't bark yeah that was you, great you bark I bite and <laughs> right. 
I had never seen Jen be so quiet when somebody was in her face. I know. It's like, ooh. Right. Well, because usually everybody's afraid of her because she reacts so, like, ridiculously and over the top that people are afraid to say anything to her. But then once somebody actually gets in her face, you know, she'll back down a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, if they want to just keep Dana on, like, I don't mind. I I didn't mind Dana. I didn't mind Angie K. I yeah. could do without the other Angie. Like, I don't like Angie. Yeah, Gage. me too. Like, she's never been. And Anytime what was her she... deal? She was, like, uh, accusing Lisa Barlow of having a bunch of fake Instagram accounts, which is really rich, considering her husband <gasps> is the one that was the internet troll. I mean, come on. Self-awareness is not her strong suit. Yeah. Um, Angie H, though, anytime she's been on, she's always just been coming for them, like, for a moment to start start shit. Like, she hasn't been organic. Like, season two, she was on, and she threw Lisa Barlow under the bus over the catering Mm -hmm. allegations and whatever. So it's been very contrived with her. Angie K and Dana have just been brought on, but they haven't come in swinging like Angie H. Like, Angie H has the case of housewives where she feels I have to do something. I have to mm-hmm. create something like girl, just be yourself. Eventually these housewives will come for you. <laughs> like oh, they're yeah. going I to mean, start it, some shit. Like you could be the best one, like in one season and come season three or four or whatever. They're after you. Everybody is going to be the target at some just, point. I've decided. That's why I think that's why Angie K and Dana felt more organic because they had their moments with the girls mm-hmm. But it didn't, it felt very reactionary. It wasn't contrived. Like Angie K right. on the Sprinter van laying into Jen. Very chef's kiss moment. I loved it. Yes. Um, other than that, they reunion kept going and they talked about the black eye, which I didn't mm-hmm. even want to bring up. But Heather is now wow. claiming, Heather was all over the place. I was embarrassed because Heather was just all over the place. Much First, like she, her season. Her whole season, she was all over the place. They were all confused. I didn't know that they had to bring in an investigator to ask them questions because of liability issues. And I know. Whoa. Like, I would be pissed. If I was Andy, I would be annoyed as hell because to sit there and say, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It's like, well, that's Mm -hmm. why now you got HR issues because people are getting investigated and shit. Like, I know. Wait, let me ask you a question because her like wearing the sunglasses at BravoCon, was she wearing sunglasses around? She was. She had a, was. a lot. Of, she had sun. Was. She had sunglasses on, um, and she didn't. I don't remember if she took them off. She did have them off at the girl strip panel, but okay. I don't remember the black eye being a focal point at all, or nobody talked about it. No. I will say again, though, that it is addressed in the Ultimate Girl Strip 3 trailer because her and Whitney go together to that one, right. and she says on there, "I still don't know how I got it." She is sticking to that story. But then they showed flashbacks of her telling Jen, like, oh, if they keep coming at you, tell them, well, ask Heather how she got, implying that Jennifer clocked her. So at this point, Heather can keep her black eye, go somewhere else with it. Like, it's. Yeah, we don't care anymore. It's done. I've heard, I've heard rumors that she's not coming back next season. So maybe she will need a season off to, so we can forget about her black eye and we can miss her a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I just, I don't care anymore. Really, yeah. I don't. Next week, the so, husbands come on yeah. and they brought in the fake Instagram guy. Ugh, I don't know why he's going to be there, but. I don't know. know. They want I that. Know. Well, because I think, I mean, they don't have Jen there. or yeah. is And Coach Shaw isn't going to be there either, right? The coach? 
No, they didn't show no, him either. Oh, no. Okay. So I feel like they probably brought in Angie H and the husband because they're like, they needed bodies. You know, like. They needed seat fillers. And I think that's why right? Andy knew that it was just like, we are yeah. scraping the bottom of the barrel. Because first they lost Mary last season. Mm -hmm. And now, like, these are two big, you know, personalities that were yeah. funny. and They made it. And so these four girls, I don't know. but. It'll be interesting to see what they do next season. Yeah. It's, and I'm it's, sick of reading all the rumors on Twitter. Yeah. And it, like nobody was buying what Heather was selling. And nope. it was just, it was just a mess. And it yeah. seems, I think next week it'll be interesting, I guess. And I'm just ready for the season to end. And same. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> we you sound know, thrilled, don't we? We sound thrilled, but you know what? Thank God for Miami because Miami, oh boy. yeah, Miami, 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 uh -huh. delicioso, uh -huh. delicioso. Ay, Dios mío, como diría Marisol. Por oh favor, my God. por favor. <laughs> oh my God, I was dying. It was, it's, and it's just so Miami. I know I always say that, but it's just so Miami. I literally wrote in my notes because they did. Let's get into Miami. I literally wrote that into my stupid. notes. They sh they had aerial shots of the beautiful views. And I wrote, oh, my God, the views are beautiful. Damn you, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true, though. They really are. And I take them for granted living here. As we all do when we live in we a all beautiful do. place. Yeah, because I, I live in California. California is beautiful. And yes, it is one of my favorite. California is beautiful and I take my everything up here for granted too and so like I don't know I just feel like oh well San Francisco's just right there I don't need to go like I don't go as often right. as I want like and right. so I'm sure so we do take we're spoiled by our little east and west locations but yeah but whoever is doing the filming for this is doing a spectacular job like a great job makes my, I do laugh though because with any show they do this I'm sure like they'll be like <laughs> they'll show them like they'll show South Beach them like you know like scenery of South Beach in the background and then they'll show them at a restaurant that I know full well is not anywhere near South not Beach. anywhere near it yeah like literally nowhere near so it, it makes me laugh all right so this episode is episode 11 um and it is entitled black card energy <laughs> Adriana's day confronts the women over his marital status Alexia hosts a legal luncheon that starts informative but turns explosive when Nicole asks about defamation. Lenny unexpectedly returns home and tensions rise as Lisa tries to talk to him. So this was a good episode, which most of them are. It starts off um, at the end of Nicole's engagement party, and Nicole tells the girls that it's rude for them to side with Larsa. And when they work for something for 20 years in their life that be put in jeopardy, then they can talk. Facts are facts. I mean, it's just, you know, Lisa arrives at the party and it's bittersweet for her because while she's happy for Nicole and Anthony, it's hard for her to be there when she's in the middle of a nasty separation. Which, I mean, I can see that being triggering to her. You know, she's going through something terrible and they're celebrating love at the same time. So it's right, like exactly. Exactly. Uh, she tells the girls that Lenny told his parents he never wants to see them again after his mother starts in on him about why he's getting a divorce. He Lenny is emotionally is 
worse and worse oh, every yeah. week. Like, very, very weak. And watching this party, I know this is very superficial, but I would be mad if I was Larsa that I missed this party because the party looks so fun and great. Yeah, it was a cool and party. It looks so expensive. <laughs> which they also showed, like, that it was on South Beach. It was not. It was at the DuPont building, which is in downtown Miami, like a historical building. So also beautiful, like a beautiful area, like right on Brickell, like on the river, like around there. But like, no, wasn't. On yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, Lisa thinks that this is completely not normal behavior out of Lenny, which I agree with. And producers ask her if he's trying to work with her at all during this, but he's not. And mm. she says that he's no longer the same person that she knew. Yeah. I mean. That's, that's sad. It's sad. I mean, I feel sorry for her and her kids. You know, marriage marriage in itself makes me sad because monogamy, but divorcing somebody <laughs> sounds sad to me too. You know it what I'm saying? It is. It's like a death. Oh. Even if you want to get divorced, I can imagine it's probably just, you know, you're caught up legally and financially and with kids or without with mm. somebody for so long that it's just, it's not easy. It is yeah. like a death. But the person is still living. That's the worst part. Like I the know. Person that you hate then, if it's a bad situation, they're still running around. Um, I have to laugh because Marisol in this episode at the party was obsessed with Nicole's dad. I think she was getting flashbacks to her 80s lifestyle because 100%. she was. 100%. She was like, he reminds me of those 80s guys from the. He does. From- I thought the same thing. He's like such a Miami 80s, like cheesy fool. I'm just like, wow. And then he tells Marisol, I'm going to take this one to bed. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I know. You know, Nicole's de- Nicole was mortified watching that because parents are going to embarrass their kids regardless of age. Like, my of mom course. and dad are in their 60s, and they still do shit to embarrass me. Like, yeah. I hate when my mom goes on Facebook Live. Like, to me, that's mortifying. It's like, mom, oh, she nobody does? cares. She goes on Facebook she Live? Does. She's one of those hilarious. She's one of those aunties that goes on live. She's walking <laughs> at the park and just recording. It's like, mom, nobody cares. She has, <laughs> she is thrilled that three people are watching with her. And I'm, but I'm mortified. And so the idea that my father would tell one of my acquaintances, I want to take you to bed. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I have told my dad, if you ever want to cheat on mom, let me know. I'll hook you up. Like we got, I can slither you out of here, but don't <laughs> put me on blast like that. Friends. I'll talk right. to my friends, but oh my God. Yeah, he he was very good comic relief in that episode. The sunglasses indoors, like just hilarious. I needed Lisa Renna to come in and say, are people doing coke in the bathroom? Because that's oh, yeah. the type of behavior <laughs> I'm getting from this party. And you oh, know what? Yeah. It's no shade. It's Miami. I'm sure it's there Miami. was a lot. Of, it's I'm sure there was a lot of cocaine going around that party. Oh, yes. But. There was much floating around that party. I'm quite sure. Quite sure. Um, yeah. So and then they're at the party and Adriana's supposedly allegedly married boyfriend gets into a fight with Alexia. Um, I. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was here for him proposing a toast very cordially <laughs> and then saying, this is to people minding their own business. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Like, that was great. I, Alexia snaps and then Adriana's boyfriend says, can you read? Because he threw her the damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alexia grabs the damn marriage, whatever, the yep. evidence and says, I'm right. going to wipe my butt with it. And I'm thinking, girl, don't wipe your butt with that paper. That shit is not soft. You're about to make <laughs> your ass bleed. Cuts. Yeah. And she, but that was intense. I... You know, but I honestly, 
I didn't really blame Homeboy for being so reactionary and defensive. Because Alexia was just being Alexia, repeating gossip, which is what these women do. Thank mm-hmm. you for your service. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you get called out, then you, you have, have to own your shit once exactly. you get called out. Exactly. Marisol but, uh, was like, back off. Yeah, Marisol was very confused by Alexia's reaction. Like, Alexia, even Marisol was like, whoa, like, this is a lot. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, to her credit, to Alexia's credit, we do know this guy is an asshole now because Adriana broke up with him. And then didn't he post, like, a bunch of stuff on Instagram about what plastic surgery she's had or something? He did something. I mean, In real time, yeah, he is a jerk. Uh, Very, very vindictive, according – well, we've seen he's vindictive because of how he spoke – not only how he spoke to Alexia, but how he blasted Adriana. But I also – you know, don't start none, won't be none to quote Candy Burris. Alexia was exactly. the one starting some shit. Yeah. And on these shows, it might come back to you. And so, of course, it's always going to come back to you. We did get a little flash of Larsa doing her OnlyFans, and she is saying that she oh would make $40,000 of pictures her. of her legs. I'm I like ready s- to strip my pants off right now <laughs> and show Let's- my feet and legs then. People will pay me to not show them if they saw my Flint, <laughs> my Flintstone feet. But I want to see her records. Like, why aren't the women investigating her receipts? Like, can we see some receipts? I'm going to do what Tori Spelling did. I want one of these women to... Oh, that was so funny. Did you listen to that? That was hilarious. Yeah, so Tori Spelling, sidebar, Tori Spelling, subscribe to Denise's Richards OnlyFans and kept tipping her to see how far Denise <laughs> would go. That is some messy, petty shit, and I'm here for it. I need one of these housewives next season to do the same to a Larsa and be like, how far? Let's start a, I'll do a GoFundMe. Like, we can crowdsource. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. Oh, my God. totally do that. Yeah, I want to know. I really want to know. How far is this woman going to go? So so I have a question about OnlyFans for a second, because I don't know. I don't go on it. I have no idea. Where's, like, the... um, trying to think of the word like can't people screenshot these things like I don't understand yes I do support local businesses and so I <laughs> I, I have touched on a few accounts that I follow okay. um you can screenshot I don't know let me you know what let me do some real-time digging because I mean what's to stop people that's what I was curious about because they're paying for this but then like what's to stop them from then I guess nothing yeah because if I screenshot it yeah, it says because some accounts or some like Hulu and other streamings, like they put a black screen when you screenshot. Oh, but, okay. But OnlyFans, nope, I'm screenshotting right now. So it's very. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy, my my virgin eyes. Your virgin eyes. You know what? <laughs> if you want a question, I'm going to get the answer for you. But. Um, yeah, it's it it does let you I don't know if I I don't want to press play on any videos because we don't need background noises, but I'll screen record later and see if it goes black or if it's just pictures. Yeah, see what happens. Now, I'm curious. Now I'm curious. Uh there was a cute scene about um Nicole going to see her friend, the therapist, and she yes. discussed she discussed Who issues with her father. Was Joanna and Romaine's therapist and I know we got Mm-hmm. We got a cameo of Joanna and her oh. alleged smelly vagina. Thank you, Brandy Glanville. Um, about you know from them going to therapy. Yes, I honestly I did like I love therapy and I don't go often enough, but I, I did too. like. No, I enjoy it as well. I did love that the therapist told Nicole that at this point, 
it's really on you to just accept your father for who he is. I agree. It was a very real moment. Right. Yeah. At some point in your life, if you still want a relationship with that person, you either need to accept them for who they are or just take them out of your life. Yeah. If you're going to complain about it all the time. And I'm sure it's harder for Nicole because it's her father. Like she's not dealing with a friend. And so. It's not somebody uh, you can just as easily cut out. Exactly. But the therapist, you know, that's why being a therapist is a lot because you have to be brutally honest in a compassionate Mm -hmm. way. And I'm just brutally honest sometimes without the compassion. Me too, without being compassionate. I'm like, oh, my bad. But at this point, Nicole has been on a cycle of just being frustrated with her dad and her dad Mm -hmm. is basically like take me as I am and so the therapist the therapist kind of recalibrated her view and so I was just like okay that's true you have Mm -hmm. to it's that old Maya Maya Angelou adage when people show you who they are believe them and it's up to you to say okay let's see where we go let's go on with this or goodbye but like you know like we just said it's harder when it's somebody that's related to you especially a parent yeah Because no matter how bad parents are, I mean, I'll speak for myself and maybe that's my privilege. Like, no matter how bad parents are, like, they're still Mm -hmm. your parents and you still want to make it work as much as you can. Of course. If you can't, then my heart breaks for you. But I think I would do my best, too. But Yeah, I I would, especially losing a parent at an early age. My dad died when I was 30. So, like, I mean, I had a good relationship with him. But, like, I think it would be... You know, like, I don't know, it would be worse if I didn't have a relationship with him and then he died and I didn't have the time to repair it or you have to do what you can while people are still here. So, And that is our free therapy today. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, Then we get to the lunch with the attorney. Oh, my God. This was a mini mini reunion. I was dying. Okay. And the fact that Alexia admits that when she went to MiamiDade.gov, she did not scroll down. Now, hello. First of all, shout out MiamiDade.gov, my favorite website. Um, I need to let you know that you have to scroll on there. You have to read everything. And she didn't scroll down to see that he was actually divorced. But I started laughing. She refuses to apologize. I started laughing because she was like, in Spanish, she said, I failed, I failed. But I heard her say, falle, falle. And I started laughing because I'm like, okay, she's having that crunchy moment. I wish she would have humbled herself to mm-hmm. say, I fucked up. I'm going to eat crow. Yep. But nope. Alexia, Alexia, God lover. She is a Cuban Teresa Judice. And she was like, nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. She started, she started focusing mm-hmm. on their reaction yep. and not her, their, her actions. I know. Cause she was upset at how they reacted to her gossip Mm-hmm. Not how I started the gossip. And so now she's right. spinning it. She's spinning it on like, well, you were, right. you were rude to me. So I'm justified. It's like, girl. First of all, Detective Work 101, you got to make sure you got your facts straight before you go opening your mouth. And so, Nicole was like, Nicole being a doctor in her confessional, she's like, really, bitch? You didn't scroll right. down all I the know. way. Like, I hello. Know. Oh, I mean, my God. And the, the poor lawyers when they got there. Ooh. <laughs> They had no idea what they were walking into. That woman lawyer was looked mortified the entire I time. I know. The man lawyer was just sitting there laughing nervously. Uh, yeah. Like, he wanted to jump out the window. Yes, Ruby, tell us how Ruby, you really feel, Ruby, girl. Ruby, excuse you. Ugh. Excuse you. Ruby, Russo, Ruby, Scooby, no. I did love that when Larsa showed up, 
-hmm. it was just Larsa, Alexia, Nicole, and Marisol, the four of them. And Mm -hmm. this is the first time Larsa and Nicole are in the same room after Nicole was uninvited Larsa. Right. And so Larsa shows up and Nicole just started reapplying her makeup. Like, I don't see this bitch. She doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love Nicole. And I have to give her a shout out for last week, that mirror. Mirror, mirror oh. on the wall. Who's the fakest of them all? Which, of course, Larsa reads wrong. Who's the fake one of all? Um, that was the best thing ever. And at that point, I stand. I did. It. I have not seen something so petty on Housewives in so long. It it's amazing. been years. I can't remember <laughs> the last time something so deliciously petty I know. I have to think on. about We should make a list of petty. The pettiest thing, thing to go over. We could have a special the- episode of petty. I did remember, I, I started, I honestly lost sleep because I'm like, when was the last time we saw something so delicious? And I I remembered season three of Beverly Hills when Adrian mm-hmm. Maloof wasn't invited to Villa Blanca and she yep. sent that nasty ass looking tree to Lisa Vanderpump. Yes. And I'm just like, when the hell else was there something so delicious? Because these women, they don't want to spend money on, that's how you know Nicole's rich and Adrian Maloof. Because if I right. hate you, I'm not spending money on you. Right, exactly. But, but I'm not a rich bitch. I'm not a rich bitch care. like these women. Right. So they're like, I'm going to spend money to show money you. Money to be petty, right. You're going to see how much I hate <laughs> you. Um, then they start talking about Alexia finally knowing that, mm-hmm. you know, Adriana's man is actually divorced. You would right. think this is where the apology's coming in. But... Alexia feels that since Julia is a lesbian and loves women, yes. Why? Why did you let Adriana's boyfriend speak to she me calls like that? Her out for not defending her. It's like okay, you love women. I'm a woman, so you defend me now. Right. I'm like, girl, right? That is and the that, stupidest argument. Oh my can God. we discuss that then? Adriana said that you know when he said that Alexia doesn't know how to read, she blames it on because it was dark in there. No, that was stupid too. I. <laughs> Bullshit. She already knew she was wrong. She misread, but now she's upset that she was confronted. Like, come on, Cuban Teresa, get it together. Just say, you know what, Adriana, I was looking out for you. I was spreading some shade. I was talking my shit. She claims she was not trying to spread rumors. My bad. My bad. Nope. She kept, she doubled down and said, nope, I'm not going to apologize for nothing. I felt. I felt bad for Adriana a little bit because I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. just say you messed up. And Lisa walked in. Mid- Lisa made me laugh in her confessional because she's like, I walk in and is all this fighting a good distraction? She's like, yes, I'm yes. glad they're fighting. Yeah. And Kiki's <laughs> crossing herself. I mean, I couldn't take it. it was Mortified. So funny. Mortified. So funny. And then um, <laughs> Adriana does tell her that it was not nice to be accused of all of those things her boyfriend to be accused of them and was none of her fucking business, which it really wasn't. But I get how she's trying to get information for the show and True. to try and, you know, like start trouble, which is, you know, you respect that because this is what they do in this show. But when you're called out, you have to admit it. Come on. Like, I mean, I guess that's why Alexia is a good real housewife because delusion is a requirement and she was delusional and she was like, oh, yeah. nope, <clears throat> I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm delusional. not wrong. Well, then they Nicole, get into it back and yeah. forth. Yeah, go ahead. Well, Nicole tells them that it's all about the intent behind a statement at that point. And then she starts in on Larsa telling, you know, Larsa, you make a statement in a public place with no evidence behind it. And your intent was for it to be salacious and for you to embarrass me. 
And Larsa tries to say that she wasn't judging her. Uh, I mean, I don't think Larsa... Okay, here's the thing. Nicole Googled Larsa before when she joined season four. Yes, that's true. She told she told Larsa, hey, I just I Googled you. She owned mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then um Larsa felt judged by Nicole, but mm-hmm. I don't think Nicole's intention was as bad as Larsa's because no. Larsa got loud and was like, I can get loud too, and I've heard things about you. So Larsa was doing it, like Nicole says, to embarrass mm-hmm. her. Right. And hundred percent, Nicole. I don't think Nicole wanted to embarrass anybody in the same. No, way. she wasn't trying to attack anybody at all. Exactly. So, and also, Larsa does a great job embarrassing herself with nobody's help. Like she's out there selling feet pics. Good for you. Get your coins, girl. I mean, she's dating Michael Jordan's kid, mm-hmm. uh, who's yeah. who's Michael Who she Jordan. Says was, she's not dating. Who she exactly and, to say. And Jordan was, you know, an adversary of her ex-husband. So that's mm-hmm. even more salacious. Look at me knowing mm-hmm. some basketball trivia. But Larsa just has shown that she is a little messy, which we appreciate. Mm-hmm. But at this point, just say, you know what? You hurt me. But there I go, expecting rational behavior from these women. If Larsa would have said, I was offended, I reacted, I hurt you, let's move on. But no, Larsa's that's also doubling normal. down. That's yeah, too normal. That's, that's too normal. Very too normal. It's too normal. Um, we have. You know, the lawyer friends come in and Julia decides to ask them about the don't say gay bill in Florida, which we have here, which is fucking horrific. I'm just going to say that. And Mm -hmm. how it can affect an adoption between a gay couple. And the other girls all want to know if she's adopting and she doesn't want to tell them because they haven't been that nice to her and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to share it with them. So why bring it up? I think Julia is an airhead and she forgot that she hadn't told the entire group. Like, yeah, she maybe. just forgot. She's maybe. like, oh shit, I haven't told these bitches. Right. That I'm and then came so up much. with that story that she didn't want to, you know. Yeah. I mean, we have Adriana then presenting the divorce papers of her boyfriend to the lawyers to make sure that they're legit, which they are, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Still no apology from Miss Alexia. Nope. And then Nicole decides to ask them, this is great, about defamation of character. This <laughs> is Alexia off to some degree, like, of craziness. And it tells her, start screaming at her to ask your husband. I'm paying for this time. The attorneys look shell-shocked. And then Nicole asks them how much they charge an hour. And Alexia says she's paying for it to stop asking them these questions. So Nicole goes to her purse and gets her black Amex out. That was such a flex. That was Flex. that was so amazing, and she then says in her confessional that she thinks Alexia just got annoyed because she doesn't have a black Amex, and she knows <laughs> these are these women's problems. Listen, when Nicole got up and grabbed her purse, I thought she was storming out, mm-hmm. but for her to turn around and grab her credit card was like, "Bitch, how much are you charging these people? Let me pay for my question." Yeah. Then mm-hmm. if, if, I was just oh. Well, and Nicole. I love it more from Nicole because although, yes, her husband is extremely wealthy, she also, you know, she's an anesthesiologist. She makes money and she, like, I don't know. Like, and I, I'm just a lowly housewife here. <laughs> like, I guess I'm more like Larsa than Nicole because, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I love that because it's, it's her own money too. Do you, boo. Yes. Um. So... Nicole then, you know, they discuss their little, where did you hear your 
gossip from Marisol brings out her screenshots and Nicole eloquently explains, yes, I was separated and I did have sex with one resident, but that's well, she not was in what... a relationship with him. She said <clears throat> they were dating. And that's what Larsa got wrong because Larsa said, I've heard you slept with everybody at the hospital. Everybody. Right. Yeah. And even and if so... it was true, who fucking cares? Exactly. Like really? Like, who cares? Like, we're still doing this. But it goes back to Nicole having a code of ethics at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Not, probably not. She don't want to get fired. She don't want to get, no, like, I'm she's sure. she's worked hard. I'm sure HR called her in and was like, girl, what the hell's going on on your show? We heard right. that you slept with everybody. If that man is an HR manager, he's like, you didn't sleep with me. What the hell? Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the episode came out today. She's probably an HR right about now. Yeah, they're doing a write-up. I wonder what hospital she works at. I'm going to have to investigate. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. Can I request her to be my anesthesiologist if I ever need it? I'm usually always numb, but she can still be my anesthesiologist, too. Paging Dr. Nicole. Dr. Nicole. Dr. Nicole. Okay, so. Now, the, the next scene was hilarious to me because... Not hilarious. It was sad and hilarious because... Lisa decides to ask the lawyers a question about her friends, Sally and Harry, that are getting divorced. And then she was smart. She was smart. And at one point during this, they're all asking questions for their friends, Sally, and production pixelates her face. And then, but, but Sally in air quotes. I can't. Like, that oh was so funny. my God. I loved it. You know, and they try and give her advice on what to do. And you know, they like, I think her main problem is her kids being around this woman, which I fully get. Yeah. It's just that's, very, that'd be hard. It's very hurtful for Lenny to just bring her around and shamelessly do that. And it was a good moment to see all the girls rallying around Sally again and just yes. being like, you know, girl, we're here for you. Right. We're all here for you. And then Adriana ruins the moment by saying, so does that mean you're going to apologize to me? <laughs> Right. And again, Alexia says, nope. Nope. Not doing it. Like, yep. oh my God, here we go. But, and then the closing scene, uh, Lenny and Lisa. Oh, good Lord. He's an Tension. animal. Oh, I have to stretch for this one. And knowing oh he's God. on, on film, I understand he didn't want to be filmed, but he knew he was on film. So like, you know, you see, we see Lisa there playing with her kids and Lenny arrives home from work and walks in the house and doesn't say a word to her. Not a hello, not a nothing. That was so cold. It was so It's just so mean. mean. Like, you don't need mean. to be that mean. And Lisa tells us that Lenny hasn't been sleeping there. He comes home after work, kisses the kids goodnight, and then leaves again. And he's very cold to her and doesn't speak to her. It's just so mean. Like, it's very hurtful and... There's this, there was a funny moment, or not funny, but Lisa's kid hit her in the face. Yeah. And with the toy. And I'm like, that toy broke because Lisa's face is so. <laughs> I know. Lisa's like touching her face, making sure it's not broken. I felt like making also. sure that face didn't crack. Yeah, right. Well, you know, and it's true. Like Lisa then tells us that her son, Logan, who's older, has been asking questions, which he should. He's seven or eight, I guess. And yeah. the little one, who's only two, is just acting out. And that's the thing. They do at that age, even when they're babies, they feed off of you and your what's coming off of you and the vibes in the house. So the energy. And yeah. two year olds will smack you in the face. 
not yeah. knowing or to be like whatever because that's how they'll react. But I'm sure she's feeding off all of that bad energy. I mean. And Lenny's the one acting like the two-year-old because he's just so cold. He's so mean. The scene where Lisa goes into him into the room and says, do you <sighs> have money for the nanny? And he's like, I'll give you the exact cash. Like he is not here mm-hmm. for her at all like he is telling her i don't know who's advising you but you need to spend more time getting your new home ready than to sit here and like fight with me i'm like oh my god and she just walked out she looked so defeated i felt so I bad for her well he's trying to be like you know i guess they had that prenup and in the prenup she doesn't get a lot and i think he's trying to be tell her you should just do what i say i'm trying to give you more money but you know what at that point i would stand my ground if i were her too like He's like, you want to let the courts handle it? That's just fine. Well, that's her home with her kids. She does not have to leave there. Exactly. And I wonder if the prenup had a cheating clause because we know he cheated on her. So I wonder. I hope that voids. I hope that voids whatever prenup they had so she can yep. milk him till he's dry and not in a good way. Sweet. Men, men love a good milking, but sometimes <laughs> there's a bad milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, you know, Lisa's tide is turning. I feel bad for her. And I feel like I honestly just want her to be happy. And that's not even like, I know we've said that we weren't Lisa fans, mm-hmm. but seeing her endure no, what she's mean, gone through, right. it's like, he's just so mean to her. And it's he comes off very mean. It makes me wonder how their entire marriage was at this he's point. He's just cold. He's very cold. Like, there's nothing there. I don't understand. Like, and it makes me also wonder, is there something else that we don't know? I mean, I... I feel he would have said if there was something else because he comes right out there on Instagram and everywhere else and like airs their dirty laundry now. But like, he's so angry with her. He, I like we Hates said, her. He, he, he just, he hasn't loved her in a long time. And I think that he just met. I know. Her. He's, I know. He got to the end of his ropes and I'm curious to see what they talk about at the reunion today because maybe she'll give a divorce update. Maybe she'll Me say too. this is where we're at. But I feel bad. She looks for her happy and... on her Instagram these days. Yeah, and then you know what? If we want to be um, superficial, at least or mm-hmm. not not too sensitive, at least she secured a season six line because now she has single Lisa storyline for next season. <laughs> oh, so there sure. has to be some positive. Yeah, and that probably was negotiated in the money yeah. that she's getting from them. Exactly. And exactly. at least she has like, I don't know, at least she's got a lot of things too. And she could sell all those Birkin bags and live for the next like, <laughs> exactly. well, in her and world, probably a year, but in my world, many years. And that's why Marisol was like, our friend Sally has a lot of stuff and we don't want our friend Sally to lose her stuff. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. I'd start selling now. Asking the important questions, girl. Liquidate. All right. Well, so that that's going to do it for us. I know. What a good week. week. It's been a great week in Housewives world as far as Miami top tier. Everybody should be watching Miami. If you don't have the cock, subscribe to the cock and watch the cock. And all, like, Xfinity subscribers, we get it for free. So if you didn't know that. Not sponsored, but yes, we do get yes, it for free. we get it so, for free. Exactly. But And I mean, then yeah. Ruby. Ruby is commenting again. Um, And then also uh, we have some exciting times coming up with Jersey premiering. Jersey is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Orange County is in the oven. Later on this year, we have Orange mm-hmm. County. Beverly Hills is filming. You know what, Leslie? This yeah. podcast is going to go on forever. As long as these wives are going at it, we're going to have to keep talking we're about it. We're going to sit here so. and talk about it. Definitely. Exactly. 
All right. Well, you have a great rest of your week. Thank you, darling. You do as well. It's always nice chatting you, with you about so these women. Nice. And we will convene next <laughs> week. I love Ruby's Barks. They have made my morning. <laughs> All right, everybody. We shall see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.